Are you looking to have a laugh about parenting? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Parenting After Dark with your host, Mark and Kelly Stanton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Parenting After Dark. Hi, everyone. And it is a very sad day today, friends, because the Leafs, the last Canadian team, are out of the playoffs. I know, Kelly, you're very upset about that. Um, well, when you say the last Canadian team is out, then yes, it is a sad day. But when you say the Toronto Maple Leafs are out, it somehow rings differently. Worse, I bet. It's a little more heart-wrenching, is that it? Yeah. I hear you. That's what it is. Yeah, I Not know. really on my side, just for you. Oh, it's very painful. And, and the thing, here's what I did. I taped it and... I, my son had hockey tonight, Tad hockey, and last time, remember last year, I came out, I had my jersey on, I'm all ready to watch the game, because I, I, if I can't watch it, I'll tape them. As soon as I came out of the, the stand, some guy goes, oh, it's too bad about your Leafs, eh? they lost, and I'm like, ugh. Like, I just, I, I just was so angry, so I didn't wear my jersey this time, and as soon as the game was over, I told Ty, I said, meet me in the truck, I'm gonna, I'll be in the truck waiting, I don't want someone to tell me the game. I turned off my phone because my friends were texting me. And I'm like, okay, so I sit down, crack a beer, start watching the game, all excited. And then they lost. And now I turn on my phone and it's blown up. So, Oh, I'm sure you're getting uh, all kinds of texts now. So anyway, I know there's a few Leafs fans out there and I feel your pain. Anyway, what should we talk? I got a couple topics. You know what I want to talk about? We just finished Easter and... What the hell's with this bunny dropping off bikes and clothes and shoes? Well, since when does the bunny give all that crap? I think you need to back up a little bit. So, right. I'm, I'm agitated. Just so we know, I'm that, agitated. In conversations that our kids have had with other children, the Easter bunny does bring gifts. And the Easter bunny brings, yes, scooters, bikes. Who does? Like, no, he doesn't. Well, I know my Easter Bunny used to bring a few things, like a coloring book and probably like a t-shirt or something, but they brought, the Easter Bunny at my house brought a couple things, but I don't ever recall getting a bike from the Easter Bunny. See, and it's funny because I I got burned doing this. I'm like, you guys are missing it. It's about the hiding of the eggs and and finding the eggs and all that. And then I'm like, no, I'm missing it. It's about Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. And the death and resurrection and all. So, yeah, you can spin it to whatever point you want, I guess. But I'm like, like we got our kids bikes, but it's from us for Easter. It's not the bunny. Like, if, if your kids are young and they believe in the bunny, you can't sit there and say they bring bikes. But that goes back to that thing you say, Kelly, about uh, anything that doesn't really go your way. It's a great opportunity for you to have that chat with your child about the situation yeah but okay i I need to back up the bus for a minute here because you're saying it's not believable for the easter bunny to bring a bike you're not gonna throw sand into this are you but he's got a even with what we did it's not believable the easter bunny does not poop out twix chocolate bars reese's peanut butter well we made it a little different this year (laughs) okay yeah so and i guess everyone just starts making it their own thing well, it's usually eggs. We just happen to get to the store <laughs> a little, a little late. Little late. 
So we got those little mini chocolate But that worked out better. They liked the mini chocolate bars. And the ones, the kids that, it really only works for the kids that still believe in the bunny. After the bunny, I get it. You can say, you, he brought a bike, haha, whatever. They, they, they know, they know. But when they're younger, and it's like, wow. I know, like for the love of Susie God. Susie got a bike. And I'm like, really? Where, ask Susie how that Easter bunny brought the bike. For the love of God. Please, other parents, please take into consideration the parents around you, that your kids are going to school telling them that the tooth fairy's giving them 50 bucks a tooth and they're getting a bike and they're like, please. No, I'm just kidding. It's a lesson they learn pretty quick, though, because they quickly learn that the Easter Bunny's different. In every home. I think that's where it starts to unravel because usually it's it might be clothes or something. Like no one's getting a bike a couple years ago or maybe they do and they don't think much about it. But now when they start going in to school and talking about it, I think that's when it blows up. They go to school and, hey, I got the... He's probably yes. not a real kid. Well, of course. Yeah. When they start spending time with peers, that's when and it that's all And that's where I think out. it starts to unravel because once he's gone, then the fairy's gone and then the big guy in the red suit. Yeah. Then they all start to fall. And then, I don't, I had this chat with my aunt, which was kind of neat. You really cherish that moment with your kids when they're younger. Because they, they, they lose that excitement for, now it's just like the older kids, they're just like, oh yeah, okay, let's go find the eggs. But they're actually, when they're younger. They're truly excited. They're excited they're about these They're in the things. moment yeah. and they're feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. Like they even write letters to the Easter Bunny asking for things. And I'm like, who told you that? Well, my friend said, if you write letters to the Easter Bunny, I'll give you everything you want. My, our nine-year-old forgot that last year we had the Easter Bunny chat. But at the same time, I don't think she did forget because she got quite the sense of humor. But she sent, she wrote a letter at 10 o'clock at night, as you know, oh, yeah. That's a good to one. the Easter Bunny indicating uh, three things she would really like to have if the Easter Bunny could please give it to her. And you know, at least they weren't over the top. No, they weren't over like the top. slime and something else and, and yeah. all that. Yeah, no, slime. Like, that's all they want these days. Slime <sighs> is interesting. Although Don't. I have found an easy recipe no. that I should post on our Instagram or on our blog because... It is a great recipe for making slime, but I know... Friends, don't let her sucker you into this. It's BS. Slime sucks. It makes a huge mess. That borax stuff, I think think that's illegal in most countries. You can't even use it. Well, because it's toxic. It's not that toxic. It strips the paint off pretty much anything it touches. Did you not read the fine print? You know what? It's not that bad, and I'm going to tell you that because... We by accident dumped a whole bunch of it into it today and we played with the, uh, like we were kneading the slime. Yeah. And it hasn't affected us at all. Was that today? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Wait till see tomorrow. Really? Takes 24 hours. (laughs) Nice try. And your hands will be gone. (laughs) Yeah. I'll have no fingers by the Uh, time I wake up. I don't know. But that stuff's, it's glue. It's shaving cream. Like it's it's. Don't do it, friends. I'm just telling you. If if actually, if, don't be such a grump. They love it. Uh, all right. Here's the thing. Go ahead and do it. But why don't you plan that project at a friend's house or grandma and grandpa's house? 
Oh, yeah, that'd go over well. Oh, why? But it's such an easy recipe. Well, it really is an easy recipe. Then let's go over to Grab and Pop. It is a tiny bit messy, that's for sure. Okay, anyways, I'm going to move off a slime. I want to talk about uh, a situation that happened in the news recently. So, a pregnant, eight month pregnant lady takes her son, she's driving in the car, and her son, her three month, or not three months, sorry, three year old son has to go to the washroom. He has to go pee. Mm-hmm. So she pulls into the gas station and parks her car and is taking him out of the vehicle to go in, but he cannot hold it any longer. So she allows him to pee right there. And at that moment, a sheriff happens to drive by and writes them a ticket. Are you, hold on, was he driving by? Because I. Well, maybe I'm just assuming he drove by, but maybe he was standing there. I'm not sure. Why does that make a difference? A sheriff happened to notice. Right, because here's my flip side of that. Keep going if you want. Finish it off. Yeah, I'm not done yet. So, (laughs) so, um, anyway, she ended up with a $5,000 ticket. How much was that again? Five thousand. That's crazy. And uh, sixty days. It was either and or. I can't remember. Sixty days of community service. Eh, yeah, I did hear that. Now, okay, I. Now you have to admit that's a little extreme ridiculous. for the situation. Sure. We're not talking about a growing drunk man in a gas station parking lot that's urinating everywhere we're talking about a three-year-old boy so here's the thing and i know this ties up the courts and all that crap you could go to the justice of the peace and get it squashed you know what i mean yeah but you gotta argue it right argue yeah but i've argued tickets before and they're just like if you're gonna show up and wait people always say this like what do you say like you get a speeding ticket? How do you argue that? Yes, I was speeding, but you know, I can't afford it, or you know, I'm very sorry this happened. Wow, really? Uh, you could I've use the I don't them. have a money tree, no, so yeah. I can't afford this. Yeah, what can you afford? And <laughs> there's the stupid thing. They'll what, say, What can, what can you, you afford? afford? And, and I'm like, Well, you know, I'm half of that. And they're like, Okay, half. And I'm like, Why didn't I say 10 bucks? Yeah. Like, I, anyway. What you can you lesson. afford? You but yeah, go check. But okay, so here's the thing that cop. Or that sheriff has... So if he's standing around other people, there's other people watching him, and he's the law, and there's someone over there urinating. You know what I mean? Some, but he's it, kind someone of sta- says it differently. Okay. He's a three-year-old yes. boy. Yes, I agree. It It's a little over the top, but he's got a job to do. So people are looking at him going, man, aren't you going to go write that woman a ticket? The kid's... Taking a leak all over the place. Yeah, and that's when you turn to them and say, really? She's a mom who's pregnant that's letting her three-year-old boy urinate there. So you go over and investigate. But one thing we don't know. That pregnant mother just knocked over a 7-Eleven. Oh, she's pregnant. Like you guys use this. Knocked over a (laughs) 7-Eleven? What are you talking about? Well, because she's pregnant. I get it. No, I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to get my ass handed to me. Yeah, you will. Don't even bother. But anyhow, right. the whole point is, um, one one of the things I do have to say on the flip side of what I'm trying to get at, 
I would love to hear the sheriff's perspective because, you know, we all know that we've all done it at least once in our life where you sort of manipulate a story so that you're not lying, but it it might just sound better if you exaggerate parts of it, right? Yeah, and so perhaps that's what it is now. Like, she got this terrible fine, but who knows, did she, like have an argument with him did like who knows what her mindset was when he walked up and was it discreet or was it was it like just one of those like i i don't know i i think it's extreme i agree but apparently uh, it wasn't discreet i'll tell you because he wrote apparently on the ticket that he could see the boy's genitals which is again a a three-year-old like if he's especially at a distance. Yeah. Good for that kid. Ah, very proud. Very <laughs> proud father. Yes. But he's got a job to do. I get it. And and you know what? I think sometimes they have a job to do and they may not even like doing what they have to do. But he has to write a ticket. Maybe. I, I could see letting it go. But maybe there's people around that he's all of a sudden pigeonholed where he's like, eh, what do I got to do? I got to write a ticket. I can't believe it's $5,000, though. Well, yeah, that's that's the other piece. But I guess he doesn't make the, the amount, does yeah. he? I don't know. They would, of course, the city makes the amount, I would think. Uh-huh. I don't know. But that's, that is an interesting, interesting topic. I wonder how uh, we should look a little bit more into that. I'm going to put you on that, Reporter Kelly, to find out a little bit more about that topic to bring up at our next. We should bring on a cop. My favorite people. Yeah. Well, here's the funny thing. When we first met, you were always panicked about cops. Policemen, police women, whatever. Yeah. But when I... I remember, I was terrified of I them. remember when I said that to you that I'm like, they're there to protect you. Yeah, it kind of was a turning point for yeah, me. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're there to protect and help us. They, they, they've got a, a job to do and that sucks where they give you a ticket and, and that... But the same thing with our kids. Like They're like, ah, cops, dad, dad, mom hates them. But they're actually there to help you. They're there our to... kids don't say that at all. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if, if they usually take the parents' side. You oh, know what I mean? yeah, so our kids don't against... know that I feel that way. No, no. Because I, I do think that they're to protect you in reality after you taught me that. But the truth is, I grew up for the first however many years Scared. of my life. Terrified of them. So I always wonder if someone, you know, said to me jokingly, but maybe I took it to heart. Like, if you if you keep doing that, we'll call the police. Or if you're bad, we'll call the police. I don't know. I don't remember that being said to me at all. I, it's not like oh, I, I think, have a turning point. But I think a lot of kids, I remember that too. You, as a kid, you're usually always fearful of police. Because, well, oh, I but guess I if wasn't you live just in a fearful. bad no. environment. <laughs> I was petrified of them like like I mean sirens would be going and I would lose it mm-hmm. like I'd run home crying but why would you I was scared why were you so scared what was the I reason? don't know that's what I don't know to be honest well, I would love to scary. know somebody obviously told me they were scary I don't know if it was a kid at the park if it was my parents I babysitter I have no idea Maybe we have to get deeper into that I guess so, but I don't know how we're going to find out because I'm the only one that would know and I do not recall the time. There's no pivotal point in my life where I'm like, that's when it happened. 
I well, I don't know. I challenge. Well, there probably is, yeah. but I don't remember it. But I think you can do some of those sessions where you can dig deep and find out, you know, if you go back, what was the turning point that made you think that scared? Yeah. And I've done that with some other things, um, with some of these coaching and mentorships I go on, where they they bring you back, and it's like, oh, now I start to remember when you start to. Rem- veil things that, of your yeah, past yeah it's kind of neat because you're like oh that's where that comes from yeah you dig real deep to yeah. see where those underlying beliefs are coming from but it's interesting that your kids i think do pick up a lot from their parents and other other siblings and people they their influences they really. absolutely do and i know we've influenced them but i do have to say that i've always been quite cognizant of it like yeah. i I, I do know that we do influence them, but I'm sure there's stuff that I'm not cognizant of that I'm influencing as well. I would agree. So yeah, that's something I think we should instill in our kids is, you know, reach out to law enforcement, police, um, and firemen and see them. In, like they see, everyone sees firemen in a great, <laughs> great, like they save lives, right? Yes. So yes. they see firemen as being ambulance, like paramedics. Absolutely, right. they're awesome. But that stigma of of being a police officer, and, and they save lives. They do similar things. Well, I think the lesson learned here is don't tell your children that you will call the police if they don't do their chores, or don't tell your yeah. children, you know, paint the paint the police in a bright, beautiful picture where they're there to protect and take care of normal society yeah because then they won't they won't have a problem with them growing up anyway thank you very much once again for listening to us on parenting after dark you can check us out on facebook and our instagram page that kelly is managing parenting dot after dot dark all lowercase perfect check us out on instagram hey have a great night everyone take care Bye, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Parenting After Dark with Mark and Kelly. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit Parenting After Dark on Facebook and Twitter at PAD. We'll catch you next time.